0: Growth rate wise, we are growing 20% month on month gross MRR.
1: Yeah. yeah. Now, look, anyone yeah. listening is going to go, yeah, but she's going from a dollar to six bucks. It's 600% growth, but still, growth is growth. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. Hey, folks. My guest today is Marie Ng. She's the founder of Llama Life. After working in advertising in New York City, she taught herself to code by watching YouTube videos, then built and bootstrapped Llama Life as a solo founder to 700 paying customers, which we love. It has since raised a pre-seed round from high-profile investor Jason Cassianis. Uh, let's jump into the story. Marie, you ready to take us to the top?
0: Sounds good. Thanks for you having me. Life. You have the
1: life. You had the life. You're bootstrapping <laughs> up paying customers. Then you say, okay, Okay, fine. We're gonna let them in. We're gonna let the we're gonna let the evil in, not always evil, but we're gonna let the VC in. why change
0: paths. Yeah, so you're right. So I bit strapped it to 700 paying customers. Um, that was kind of the original plan, but it was a bit, it was a bit serendipitous. So I was building in public on Twitter, and someone from Jason Calacanis's team saw Llama Life and they bought the product, they really liked it, and they DM'd me on Twitter. And they said, Hey, we can see that you're bootstrapping. Have you ever thought about joining an accelerator program? And, you know, I had thought about an accelerator in the past. I've actually done a few startups before Llama Life. And I did actually go the VC path um, a long time ago, not a huge amount. It was a very, very small check at the time for a different business. And, i would know, kind of been through that experience, and this time I thought I'd bootstrap it. But because it was Jason Calacanis, a huge angel investor, he invested in Uber and Calm and a lot of other huge businesses very early on. I thought, you know, I'd take the conversation, I'd take the call. And we had a call. I ended up like applying for their accelerator program. It's called the Launch Accelerator, it's a three month program in the US. I'm based in Australia, but because everything's remote right now, I was able to take part, and I went through that program. It kind of helped me think about Lama Life in a much bigger way. You know, I think that's what accelerator programs are for, right? It's how do you grow bigger? How do you how do you grow quickly? How do you scale quickly? And I really like the vision that kind of evolved over time, and that vision is to help people achieve calm, focused productivity. Because nowadays, there's kind of this false notion that we need to be you know working crazy hours crazy busy working all the time and i just don't believe that's the way forward i think we can still achieve productivity but do it in a calm way and a way that's good for our mental health and that's kind of what emerged out of the accelerator and i really want to see if i can make that vision come true and as a solo bootstrapped founder i thought it was going to be more difficult so i ended up raising money after the accelerator program uh, close around very very uh, no, actually not long ago like um, 2 months ago 2 months ago so How much did uh, you we're raise? in a uh, raised 690k uh, usd so that and, will give us a yep and so I was
1: going to say and what was launch's model do they take 6% for 150 or do they take equity
0: yes so they take 6% for 100k usd
1: okay so is that part of the 690
0: no that's on top of the 690 okay yep. so before so,
1: the before the 690 really
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I guess with the accelerator, you know, the idea is to be able to let you work full time on it. So that's kind of what happened, right? As a solo founder, I took the 100K, gave away 6%, was able to work full time on my business during the accelerator program, which was three months. And then after that, you know, at the end you do demo day. So with demo day, I actually didn't raise any money from demo day, but it gave me some momentum and it let me practice doing my pitch like hundreds and hundreds of times. And I ended up raising money after that, but, mm-hmm. you know, as you know, raising money takes a while sometimes. So I think it took about five months in total from, you know, when I first started to when the money actually hit the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, but the And what did you was, end up- I after.
1: mean, this is, a, this is a tricky time, obviously. Well, I mean, it sounds like you closed before this sort of rocky period just, started the past month or so.
0: <laughs> just before, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So you rate, obviously the accelerator, 100K, 6% is what, a 1.6 million valuation. What valuation did you use on the seed round?
0: Yeah on the seed round, oh so it was a pre-seed round. Um okay. so it was 2.75 million pre pre-money.
1: Yep, yep. So caught yep. like two point two point five posts, something like that. Uh three
0: point, I would say like 3.4 oh, post. Oh, three point four posts.
1: Three point four, sorry, sorry, two point five yeah. pre. Two point seven five pre. So it'd be oh, oh, like oh. yeah,
0: two point two point seven five pre, so it'd be three point yep. I can't do the math. So like, I'm trying seven, to decide. I'm like, trying to <laughs> figure out how
1: much you sold. You sold, you sold like 15, 15%, something like that.
0: Um, it's fifteen. Probably more like 20, I think, by the end of yep. it. Yeah. Yep. Which is which is okay for a pre-seed, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: I mean, you do lose. It's interesting. We're talking about an app that's sort of about calm, but the second you raise, you go to an accelerator and you go on the VC path, I mean, it is on. It is growth at all yep. costs. It's like you've got to mm-hmm. hit it. And if you don't, your your optionality is like, nil it's very small so i mean i guess talk to me about before you made that switch 700 customers where were you in terms of revenue from those customers
0: yeah so the revenue is still very small with the 700 because you know originally when llama life started it was a free app um so it's a web app and then we kind of went through different pricing models right so the first price was like four dollars one-time payment and that was it um, it's it's grown over time, so it's now at fifty dollars annual subscription. So that's quite a big difference. Um, so when we we're at seven hundred paying customers, half of those half of those seven hundred were just one time payments. So it's kind of hard to to okay. kind of work that out. But I can tell you where we're at now. So we're at nine hundred and fifty paying customers. So it's not okay. that far off from where the seven hundred was. And the MRR is at eighteen. About eighteen hundred yep. MRR um, US dollars, but we only started charging subscriptions about a year ago. Yeah, because yep. before before that it was just one time payments or it was like free.
1: Yep. No, this makes perfect right. sense. So, yep. so um, eighteen hundred per month today. Twenty one hundred dollar. Sorry, twenty one thousand dollar run rate annually, and that was up from about a year ago. What were you up from? I mean, are you, you probably are growing like crazy, right? growth rate wise
0: growth rate wise we are growing 20 percent month on month gross mrr
1: yeah yeah now look anyone yeah. listening is gonna go yeah but she's going from a dollar to six bucks it's 600 percent growth but still growth is growth right so growth <laughs> what- is growth
0: <laughs> I, I think i think the other thing to think about is that you know there's different growth stories to tell and it depends on the type of business so we're obviously a we're a b2c product we're a consumer product there's different ways to look at it. And actually, we're, we're actually doing this right now thinking about this because, you know, when you when you raise money from a VC, you need to report monthly, right? You need to provide your, your you know, what did you do every month? Your highlights, your lowlights, what's your run rate, what's your revenue, what's your growth? And we're kind of thinking about, like, what's the story at the moment? Is it a revenue story that we want to tell? So we do grow 20% month on month, or do we want to tell more of a customer engagement story because it's a consumer app? And I'm actually leaning toward the latter. So right now, um, a big, heavy focus is analytics. Like, how can we figure out what our engagement metrics are? Like, are we going to be are we going to be tracking things like monthly active users? Probably more appropriate to do weekly active users or daily in this case. And you know, what's the engagement? Llama um, Life is a tool that helps people focus. So one of the things that we are looking at is maybe we look at number of focus minutes per month. Like, is that the metric that we want to track? And is that the metric that we want to grow every month? Um, Because once you start raising money, the goal is obviously, you know, can you put your business in a good position in order to raise the next round in 18 months? Like, can you put it in 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 an attractive position for investors? And is that position about telling a growth story on revenue or a growth story around customer engagement? Mm So I'm actually leaning toward the customer engagement. I think a lot of consumer apps focus on that versus revenue on the early days.
1: Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at. And then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game. Less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural. Founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. You're sort of in this very interesting spot because it's almost a problem that you have revenue because then people want to harp on you about how low the revenue is when really you should just eliminate the revenue and just focus on user and engagement growth, you know? Yeah,
0: yep. Yeah. It's, it's no, you, you're you spot on because I think when you're bootstrapping, revenue is all, it is like oh, the, the number 100%. one focus. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, only and that saying was,
1: this because you chose to raise. My advice would no, be no, no, very exactly. different if it was, if you were still bootstrapping.
0: Exactly. And that's why this is interesting because when I was bootstrapping, that was my number one focus. Right. And there was actually a paywall on Llama Life. So Lama Life was a free trial and then it was completely paywalled. Um, and to access anything, you had to pay for it. That was the bootstrapped model. And I think that makes a lot of sense for bootstrappers, especially if you're a solo bootstrapper, because, you know, do you want to support a large number of customers that are on free plans or do you want to support a smaller number who are actually paying for your product and are going to sustain your business over time? So that's kind of the bootstrap way. And that's kind of where I was thinking before I raised money. Now it's a little bit different. You know, we are thinking about potentially adding a free tier. So that will open things up a lot. We have a lot of students using Lama Life and they always email me saying it's too expensive for them. We have a lot of people, it's it's global from day one. So we have a lot of customers in um, countries like India as well. I get a lot of emails from people from India saying, hey, the exchange rate is prohibitive. You yeah. Know, in terms of yeah, us the using the this. The point so being
1: like, though, like the, the, this is not the, if you're going to go build a hundred million dollar revenue business, it's not going to be probably from selling today, $5 per mm-hmm. month plans to That's students right. in India. You know what I mean? So That's it's right. interesting. So I guess, why haven't you pulled down the pricing totally? I mean, why is it still on the site? Are you nervous?
0: Um well, actually, as I said, we're about, we're thinking about introducing a free tier. So mm-hmm. look out for that. Um, no, yeah, I mean you, you're on the you're on the right track. That's that's kind of what we're thinking at the moment. We just uh, mm-hmm. we're in the process. Yeah, because that way,
1: that way, your next round you don't have to defend some VC going. Well, you don't have two million bucks of ARR yet, and then you don't have to worry about saying, "Well, we're not focused on ARR; we're focused on engagement metrics." And look at how good our engagement metrics are.
0: Yep, yep. Interesting. No, that's right. That's the interest. It's it's very very interesting. And pricing is such a tricky thing. And I think the main thing is to think about like what, what is your number one goal, right? What is the thing that you're? What is the metric that you're working toward and that you need to hit? And then build the pricing around that, whether it's a free tier or it's a paywall or, you know, et cetera.
1: How many folks are on the team today full-time?
0: There's just two at the moment. So uh, I I recently hired someone at the start of this year. So that's, you know, we're in May 2022. So she joined um, in January. She's focusing more on content, community, doing partnership deals. And I'm doing dev, design, business, everything else pretty much. But we are hiring. We are looking for another dev, so yep. full stack dev to kind of take some of that time, uh, alleviate some of my time as well. So if anyone's uh, looking to join an awesome business, uh, there have you a look go, on the
1: <laughs> And Marie, if I ask you today what churn is, how would you answer that?
0: Yeah, so churn has typically been quite low, four to six percent. That said, um, this month That's has been monthly, monthly, monthly okay. MRR churn, four to six percent. That said, this month has been a little higher. So we're now around 8%. And I actually tweeted about this a couple of days back. Uh, what happened was um, it's been one year since I launched subscriptions. So the annual subscriptions, the first annual subscription has started to tick over this exactly this month in May. So we started to see some of the original customers um, lapse there's a yep. couple of reasons for that. I mean, there's pro- there's going to be some natural attrition. That's normal. But there's also a couple of other things. So um, credit cards have been expiring and people haven't renewed them. And then we have, we've had a lot of problems with payments in India because, as you know, like recent regulation in India has really cracked down on uh, subscriptions. So that's been hitting us quite um, badly this month. But it's around 8% MRR churn at the moment. But that's high mm. for us.
1: That's yep, Understood. Understood. Interesting. Well, listen, we're rooting for you. Thanks for making time for us. In the meantime, though, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's the last book that you read?
0: Oh, last book. Uh, well, I'm reading Atomic Habits right now. So
1: I guess that's, that's in
0: progress. Yeah.
1: Number two, is there a founder you're following or studying?
0: Um, you know, I, because I started in the bootstrap world, I'm following a lot of the indie hackers. I love Damon Chen. Uh, he's building testimonials, basically connecting Co- collecting testimonials for B2B businesses.
1: Yep. That's a good online. one. Number, th- number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Llama?
0: Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, aside from Llama Life itself, um, I really like uh, Clean Shot. Take, Clean it basically shot. lets you take, yeah, Clean Shot. It lets you take screenshots on your Mac. I probably nice. use it like 20 times a day.
1: It's amazing. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? About seven. Okay. That's good. And what's your situation? Married, single, kids?
0: Uh, single, no kids, one dog Not,
1: and one dog that counts. That counts. <laughs> All yeah, right. yeah. And Marie, do you mind me asking how old you are?
0: Um, I am actually in my forties.
1: Oh, amazing. Okay, great. So we'll say yeah. 40. The yeah. reason I ask is because take us back to your 20 year old self. What's something that you wish that she knew?
0: Oh God. My 20 year old self was a mess. Um, something I wish she knew, I would say, um, just stress a little bit less, you know, cause I never knew what I wanted to be. I would just say, like, don't worry, you'll figure it out.
1: Guys, stress less. It makes sense. She's put on Llamalife.co, a B2C app that helps you stay calm, stay productive, and stress less. She has 950 customers on the platform today, about $1,800 of monthly recurring revenue. She's just getting going, which we love. Trying to figure out, should I have a paywall? Should I not? What should the free tier look like? She's got plenty of runway to figure it out, though. Just raised $690,000 in a pre-seed round of a 3400000 million post-money valuation. So we'll see what she does next. Mary, thanks for taking us to the top.
0: Great. Thank you for having me.